0: Hello and welcome to this episode of Demystified, as we explore home cooking in a modern world. Hello, I'm Linda, and I'm here with Ethan Young. Um, Ethan, um, hello, Ethan.
1: Hi, Linda. How's it going? Thanks Very so much for having thing.
0: me. Oh, it's great to finally get you uh, in front of a microphone. Ethan um, has started up a fantastic business during a pandemic, which I find really amazing. That uh, while other people were sort of going to ground and you know locking the doors and and uh, trying to uh, just get through the day, you started another business, Umami Pappy Olive oil, um, Chili Oil. That's amazing. correct. That's, yeah. Uh... So how did you get yeah, uh, it, Ethan? Why the,
1: uh, why the interest in chili oil? Uh, well, chili oil is something that I've actually been making for many years. Uh, it's something that I've always really enjoyed eating myself, whether it be me making it at home or going to different restaurants and trying their chili oils, because I know every restaurant makes their own. So it's, it's always something different, right? So it was always something that I looked forward to trying and I kind of thought that maybe, you know, perhaps everyone should try it because my friend actually gave me the idea to start selling it. He bought some chili oil himself and posted it on Instagram. And I thought, Oh, that's, that's a good idea to uh, start selling uh, chili oil. Cause he bought it off somebody else that sells it. And then he was like, you should do it. Uh, and I think that just kind of, was the catalyst to start all this because I just got really inspired. I thought, you know, if other people were doing this and there's other food businesses that are uh, selling these products on Instagram, why can't I, you know, give it a crack considering we were in stage four lockdowns. Oh, it was actually, no, right before stage four lockdown. So pretty much still in lockdown. So, you know, we had a lot of spare time at home and I thought, why not? Since I was going to make a batch that weekend anyway for myself. So that's what, that's how it really started off I guess.
0: Wow that's amazing and it's yeah stage four lockdown was was just a well it worked we've we've managed to control the virus so it was a good time to uh, use that time productively I think. Looking at your product you've got this amazing sort of mix of of great flavors is it a secret recipe that you've had in your family or have you developed it yourself from time that you things that you've tried and, you know, did you change the recipe very often?
1: That's a really good question. Uh, I do get this question a lot, but, uh, with your one, you did go into a bit more detail, which, which is good because it gives me a bit more to, to explain. Uh, but to answer the first part, uh, no, it's not actually a family recipe. Uh, I'm of a Chinese Malaysian background and, uh, Chinese Malaysians don't really eat chili oil. We, we eat something called sambal, which is kind of like a shrimpy chili paste, almost like a sauce as well, but not oil. Uh, but I've always enjoyed spice and I've loved spicy food. And when I started making it a few years ago, I kind of just focused on just making a really hot, really spicy chili oil that didn't really have anything else to it, but it was just you know spicy chili oil. Which is what most people are usually used to. Mm-hmm. And then when I got the idea from my friend to start uh, selling it, that's when I decided, hmm, I know a lot of people don't like spice and can't handle spice. And people that don't enjoy spice, uh, it's usually pretty hard for them to switch sides. So I thought, hmm, if I can, you know, cultivate the flavor a little bit, add a little bit of a twist, maybe people can enjoy it for something more than what it just is where, where it's just spice where it's just chili oil so i wanted to make it with a bit more oomph. so i started to research uh different recipes online through youtube through google to try and get uh a little bit more seasonings involved in the chili oil so when i was doing the research i looked into different ratios different ingredients different oils to use and i and there's not a lot of concrete detail out there it's really up to you know, the trial and error in the kitchen. So there was a lot of late nights, a lot of wasted batches, a lot of ones that were too spicy, too bitter, too salty, too granularly. And I was not satisfied with it for a while. So I kept going at it because I knew I could make it really, really good. So eventually I got to a stage where I was really happy with the balance of all the ingredients and the recipe And that's when I decided to sell it which was on the 20th of July earlier this year. And I don't think it's gotten to the point that it is now. Sorry, let me rephrase. I don't think there's, there's no way that the first jars I sold is the same sort of quality as the jars that I'm currently selling now, just because from about July to September, there was still a lot of, a lot of learning. Uh, involved during the cooking process so not, not necessarily the ingredients changing but the processes involved to really deepen the flavors uh, and and those things that I learned kind of just came along the way when I was in the kitchen and uh, there were things I weren't too, wasn't too happy with and but I couldn't couldn't figure out the reason why it wasn't working a certain way but over time and over trial and error I eventually would figure things out and now I think it's I don't want to say it's at its perfect point because I always feel like I'm trying to make it better, but it's, it's at a really, really, really delicious and good level right now.
0: Well, there's two questions I'd like to ask you from that. And one is, do you like cooking anyway? Are you, you know, happy pottering around in the kitchen any other time or is it just making chili oil?
1: uh so yes i am very very uh into my food and cooking uh it's something that i just really enjoy doing because the outcome is that you get to enjoy it and you get to eat it and i really do enjoy just trying different cuisines i've done a lot of traveling when i was in uh university so you know i was always looking forward to going to different countries uh trying the different foods i watched a lot of anthony bourdain as well and i've I'm a big fan of his work I've read a lot of his books as well so he kind of you know inspired me in 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 this realm of food and, and cooking and the hospitality industry was always very fascinating to me but something that I was never uh, able to tap into just because I've got a commerce degree and you know my I work at an accounting firm uh, so yeah it's it's cooking is definitely something that I'm very passionate about so the fact that I'm able to tap into the this industry now with my own product is something that I'm really grateful for actually.
0: Well, it's amazing. And, and that's not actually how we know each other because being an accountant as well, I didn't realize that until we, just before we started recording. So um, that's just a coincidence guys. It's not a, uh, it's not design. <laughs> and the second question was about the, I guess the choice of, you know, flavorings. So I can see, um, I can't eat mushrooms, so I've been reluctant to try your oil because I'm never sure which um, sort of mushrooms will um, make me sick. But um, I see this an amazing blend that you've got. My favourite star anise, I, I love star anise. It's and I love chili. I'm a I'm a real you know fan of chili. At home we go through a lot of sambal and chili flakes. It's sort of you know probably my favourite spice after salt and yeah, this is just this great blend. It looks looks beautiful on your website. You know how you've got this amazing sort of mix of of flavors, and uh, I take my hat off to you for trying it.
1: Thank you. Uh, thank thanks a lot, Linda. Uh, I, I I know the mushrooms are a very small make up of everything else. Hopefully that is some sort of consolation to maybe you know it's uh it's a a risk worth taking to try it but you know obviously I don't want to. I have thought about um, it, Ethan. I have
0: (laughs) thought about it. I'm just uh, I'm just after Christmas. Let's get through Christmas and then, uh, and then I don't mind if I need to uh, you know, if I if I need to uh, not go out for a little while. But yeah, now it just looks amazing, and I think it's a great story. One of the things that I, I love also was was when I was reading um, that you love it with so many different types of food, things that I would not normally associate chili uh, oil with or chili with like lamb. You know, I thought that was some of the things that you suggest we try it with as a, as a user of your product are quite diverse.
1: Yes. It's uh the, I suppose this the chili oil has kind of opened up a lot of doors for a lot of people, including myself, because at the start, my goal was just to have as many people possible to just try my chili oil because it was a very rewarding feeling uh, being able to see everyone enjoying it. Uh, But while this was happening and while people were sharing uh, these photos of the meals that they were having with on Instagram, I started to get ideas of the different foods that people were trying it with. And then that's when it kind of kicked off the fact that I had suddenly realized, oh wow, I I, th- I think I may have created a, an extremely versatile chili oil because there are a lot of Asian ingredients in there. So the the foundation is probably Asian, but I think the flavors aren't too overpowering to allow you to put it on something that wasn't Asian food, such as you know a pizza or a pasta. Uh, or my favorite one uh, would be oysters because somebody okay. had started sharing photos of putting it on fresh oysters. And I thought I had never thought ever in my life to do that. But then when I tried it myself, I think I realized the cold fleshy oyster with, you know, the the taste of the sea in combination with a spicy, oily, crispy, Oil is just a fantastic combination, and it's it's really great to be able to see this whole community uh, that has been created around umami Papi, Everybody sharing their food, and you know, it, because I get to repost what people post too, so my whole audience gets to uh, uh, get these ideas, and it's really great. It's really great to be able to share it with with everyone, and yeah, it is it is a versatile chili oil that can be. Put on pretty much anything.
0: Wow, oysters! That's actually quite amazing. I've never even thought of that because I love it on pasta. I, I'm personally put a lot of chili on pasta and um, polenta. I just yeah, I, we use it a lot in all sorts of you know ways at home when we're cooking. And um, but I've never never thought of oysters. That's quite a a, a new take, I must say. Uh, do you have any? sort of other products coming out, Ethan? Is it just focusing on chili oil at the moment or have you got something else that you're working on at the moment?
1: Well, right now, the, the, the product of Imami Papi is chili oil. And I know as I'm entering this industry of food manufacturing down the track, I will have to start releasing more products if I want to keep continuing to grow this business. Uh, so I actually had a chat with my chef the other week, uh, that works very closely with me in the kitchen. He's of Italian, Australian background, and he's very passionate about Italian cooking. And he has cooked me numerous amounts of delicious, uh, Italian meals. His name is Damien, by the way. And, uh, I decided to speak to Damien with an idea I had about perhaps releasing an umami poppy red sauce. So a red sauce uh, that can be a base for pastas or perhaps even uh, a pizza-based sauce too, just because it's very fitting with the umami papi uh, brand because for the listeners that don't know what umami means, umami is the Japanese word for deliciousness or uh, pleasurable taste. And umami is a form of glutamate which is found in a lot of the foods that we eat that has a lot of flavor. And these foods, for example, would be cured meats, mushrooms, parmesan cheese, ripe tomatoes, uh, grapes are an example. And because Damien is so talented in Italian cooking, I thought, you know, if umami is in tomatoes, perhaps maybe we can do this red sauce because it would be a great way for us to, you know, expand to the next uh next stage with a new product and he gets to showcase his amazing talent in the form of a product under the umami papi brand so that's something that is in the works at the moment it's in the works
0: in the works so keep watching this space the um and the, what's the second word papi is that um what does that signify anything or does it just sound good
1: Uh, so I, I suppose it does sound good because, you know, but the two words together, they rhyme, uh, but papi is just, just means father figure in Spanish, uh, or as millennials would be more and Gen Z's would be more familiar with would be daddy. Uh, so if you were to translate umami papi to English, it would be flavor daddy. Um, (laughs) because it's like the slogan says, it's chili oil made with flavor, uh, but I think umami papi sounds a lot better off the tongue, and even though it's technically two non-English words, it I, I think I think umami papi and and poppy would be would be in the dictionary. I'm pretty sure, just because they are, you know, even though it's a Japanese and a Spanish words, I feel like they've used quite a lot in uh, in the English language anyway, especially in the well, especially umami in the in the uh, world of uh, gastronomy
0: oh yes it's something that um cooking with steam's chef paul talks about as well and and uh a lot and a little bit maybe not a lot that's a bit over top but a little Mm -hmm. little bit and and um and how he's always talking because we you know we cooking with steam Um, a lot of the questions we get are about if you're cooking with steam, how do you get color onto your food? And because color equals flavor. So uh, we talk about that sort of side of things, but we do discuss uh, the umami factor of food because we all love eating and cooking with steam. Mm -hmm. Mm. Well, that's amazing. And I I just keep looking across it. uh, I've got my other laptop going with the images that you've got of your, of your website and, and um and how to order and it's just i just love the whole story ethan of you starting this during this pandemic and and still looking at expanding out so uh, so thank you very much for for coming on uh our demystified podcast today and, and telling us about your product and give us a plug on how people can order your product and do you ship overseas
1: uh so you guys can head to the website uh www.umamipapi.com.au that's u-m-a-m-i-p-a-p-i.com.au you can order yeah through the website uh, the instagram page is it's umami Papi, so i-t-s and then mm. umami Papi. uh yes i do ship overseas um i have shipped to the states canada Portugal, the United Kingdom, New Zealand, Singapore, and Malaysia before. Amazing. Uh, and I think the shipping rates do differ from country to country, uh, uh, but I don't get too many of them as often as I do with my interstate orders and my Metro Melbourne orders. So if you are listening and you're from overseas and you'd love to try this uh, very delicious chili oil, then you can even send me an email if not we could work something out uh if uh, it doesn't allow you to order online uh, to get it sent to your international uh country but that's that's the plug <laughs>
0: oh no that's great because i know with um demystified our cookbook it's the postage overseas it's such a killer it costs more to post it anywhere overseas new zealand america canada yeah. uk than it does to buy the book. And we can't do anything about it, but it's just the Australia Post rates to get it out of our country. And it's a killer for a lot of uh, you know people that often ask us, we'd love to buy the book, but the postage is so high. So we're working around that, <laughs> releasing it um, in January um, on print on demand so we can get it around the rest of the world now. Which would be great, but it's hard with the product, and we are so far away from everywhere, aren't we, Ethan? Down here in Melbourne, <laughs> we are, you know, a long way away from most places.
1: That's very true. That's very true. Yeah, like even like Australia itself is so far from everything. But being in Melbourne, being right at the corner at the bottom, definitely makes us a bit a bit further out than everyone else.
0: Yeah. Well it's yeah. Well thank you so much for joining us on Demystified and good luck with your product and let us know give us a reach out when you've got your um your next product ready to go as well. Let us know and we'll give you a plug.
1: No worries. Thank you so much for having me, Linda. Yeah. It's been it's been wonderful. It's uh I would love to send you a jar so please email me when you are willing to take that risk with mushrooms. <laughs> Obviously I don't want, you know, you to fall ill or yeah. anything but um but yeah maybe perhaps do a little bit of research on how shiitake mushrooms may impact you because yeah, no, that, the that is the only mushroom <laughs> that's, no oh, I know, the worst oh no the worst <laughs>
0: that's why i'm just uh, okay. i'm waiting until i'm not ready to see people for a little while ethan and then i'll okay i will um i will place an order and uh, when i'm not around people for a little while it's just not a pleasant sight. let okay. me tell you but thank you so much <laughs> no and, worries Linda. Um, good luck with your product Thanks, Ethan. Bye.
1: Thank you. See you later, Linda. Bye.
0: Thanks for listening to this podcast as we explore home cooking in the modern world. We'd love you to subscribe. And for more information, please go to our website, cookingwithsteam.com.